going on? Greetings and good day, and welcome to the 66th edition of Birds All Day. My name is Drew Ferris, and we are here talking about your surging, throbbing, turgid Toronto Blue Jays. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They get three of those. They're, they're, they are <laughs> they're engorged, the Toronto Blue Jays, hulking out, beating an incredibly bad team over and over, and let me tell you, I can't get enough. Oh, yeah. Play the Phillies every day. Play the Phillies every let's, day. Sounds like a good plan. Let's play two. Uh, oftentimes, during during interleague play, things don't shake out in a way that's even or equitable. And I'm quick to complain about that as a fan of any mm, team. Like, yeah, this sucks. Of course. Uh, this year, not so much. This year, All the Phillies games, yeah. Natural <laughs> rival, the Phillies. The Yankees want to play the Mets a bunch. That's cool too. Yeah, I, that's quite <laughs> quite. Uh, the young, the Phillies' young pitching staff is uh, formidable in its own way, but it's not Noah Syndergaard formidable. No, not quite. We got that one out of the way. Yeah, and it might have been two full. I weeks. think we went. Yeah, I think we didn't do one last week. We did not mention him. Uh, we mentioned who we are. My name is Drew Ferris. Uh, if I didn't say that, uh, joining me as always, old reliable, Mr. Andrew Stone. How are you? I am not unwell. You're not on. You, yeah. you seem to be doing well. <laughs> I'm doing all right. You're not. You're not children of the corn on a unicycle. Well, <laughs> no, nobody is quite that well. But <laughs> have you ever been that well? Uh, but the Blue Jays are well. Uh, again, beating up on the Phillies is good. The, no matter how bad a team is, you can never. You never know what's going to happen. This is this is what I wrote before game one when the Jays got stomped somehow. They did. They didn't score. Yeah. But you, you you're always wary. Like oh, you don't want to. Can't start counting wins, and if they go two and two against the Phillies, it's like okay, sure, that's fine, whatever. You move on. Uh, winning three of four, it's pretty nice. Yeah, especially because the Phillies are fucking trash. The Phillies are just pissing games away, which is even harsh on them because it's like I feel bad for them. Like they're not even good enough to piss games away. They should never have the chance to win games in the first place. I can't they, believe they won thirty times already this year. They certainly did not uh, piss any of the games against the Jays, other than the way that they were just kind of throwing the ball around and. There's some mishaps in the outfield. Yeah, today. that's what. That's more what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they they crumbled under high leverage pressure. It's more that they're bad. They're really, <laughs> really bad. They're just. I just. You know, every time you look up, oh, Udabel Herrera is going to pick something that just hit the wall and is bouncing around in the corner of the ballpark. I would even say that the pitching is like the least of their worries, but. I mean, they did the Jays and uh, Blue Jays fans. You feel that the team that had Jimmy Paredes just step right up into the the cleanup spot like or wherever day. it is, yeah, uh, maybe had some problems hitting the ball as well. Well, remember the Phillies won more games than they lost in April. I think they were like fifteen and ten or something in April. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Phillies fans, I follow a lot of Phillies fans, are very good and active on uh, on online in the online yeah. sphere. Well, would you want to? Well, because leave your house if you lived in well, Philadelphia. They also used to be good. Philadelphia is a is a wonderful place. Yeah, I can't really complain about Philadelphia. Actually. I think it, it would be a, a lovely place. Underrated, underrated, definitely. Um, Still trash. A lot of Phillies fans were like, "Hey, everyone's talking about how shit the Phillies are supposed to be. Look at us now, mm. over five hundred. No, no. They had yeah. they at that point they were definitely the team that had." Allowed way more runs than they scored, even when they were winning more games than they had lost. Now, uh, they are just bad. Just yeah. straight up bad. <laughs> the Vince Velasquez, 
Velasquez's and the Aaron Nola's are kind of... Well, Velasquez is hurt, right? I mean, Nola pitched today and got the shit beat out of him. He did, he did. I mean, they're young pitchers. They have their ups and downs. They don't have it every day. They're not all Norse gods throwing 100 <laughs> miles an hour. That's uh, twice. Uh, or, conversely, they're not starting Jeremy fucking Hellickson. Uh, before I mean we'll, we'll take a break we'll do our regular stuff before I get into this <laughs> All right. uh, probably most people and you and you yourself uh, follow the Blue Jays closely mm. watched a lot of Blue Jays games and they played the Rays for a million it seems like 25 times a year mm. even though it's only really 18 it feels like well, so so many more than that like at least 7 more yeah and it also feels like Jeremy Hellickson started them all do feel like I've seen a lot of Jeremy Hellickson, yeah. He sucks. He's bad. He's so bad. He's not even good enough to be on the Diamondbacks anymore. That's how bad he is. So you would you would not trade for him to take Aaron Sanchez's spot in the rotation over Drew Hutchison? That I don't know about. <laughs> is that something that someone has proposed to you? I saw somebody on the Twitter mention that. Uh, nobody proposed it to me. No. Oh. Somebody said something to me that, like, low-risk, buy-low candidate, Joe, Jeremy Hellickson. Yeah. He's bad, though. They're all bad, really. When it comes down to it, everybody's bad. They're all really bad. <laughs> that's kind of how it's I've, hard to argue with that. That's kind of how I've come around to it. It's just they're all bad. So we're gonna take a quick. Uh, Josh regular. Donaldson's good. He's good. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the Blue Jays players. Um, there are twenty-five of them or so. Uh, we'll talk about the ones that are good and why they're good and how that makes the team good because the team is, in fact. Pretty good. Almost like the Jays fans who were jumping off the bandwagon when they were not going so well early. Sort of similar to those Phillies fans who were like, look at us, we're better than you think. Perhaps, perhaps, a month of baseball does not reflect, uh, you know, true talent. We're coming on three months of baseball now. Well, now we are, yeah. Well, no one's chopping off the bandwagon now. They're all shutting up real good. As they should, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about all that. All that. Uh, as well as all of the stuff that we always have to talk oh, about yeah, that I almost stuff. forgot. Yeah, yeah. That you should subscribe on <laughs> iTunes, uh, which we greatly appreciate. Uh, Birds All Day in the iTunes store. Like it and uh, and rate and review it. And give us a good... Get us up the charts. Get us looking down on the snobby upper level... I don't know. Just... We're the, we're the underdogs. Yeah. Here. Is there anyone... Do we hate anyone above us, I though? Think I, don't, so. I don't think so. I mean, a few people. More really like the big American ones. Yeah. I mean, Sid's very nice. His shtick is unbearable, but... So he's, he seems nice. I wasn't going to go there. I don't know where else he would go. In any event... <laughs> uh, and the other thing is, of course, uh, classy as we are... Mm-hmm. Uh, we are uh, Patriot, powered by Patreon. We are powered by our listeners. So if you feel obliged or uh, like you want to help us out, you can do that at patreon.com slash birds all day where a couple bucks a month keeps us honest. Uh, tonight is a perfect example. I definitely would have stayed home tonight. I was happy to stay home. Yeah, I hear that. But I'm here because I like to do this and because, again, keeps us honest. I gotta, keeps us going. I, we should re, I should readjust the goals and stuff. Should really give some people incentive, you know. Pitch in a little more. Maybe maybe you'll hear us a little more often. It's a good idea. Stuff like that. We could do the whole thing. A lot of the, the, what we're talking, we do here. Maybe we could use a refresh. But uh, <laughs> look, we're fine. We'll be fine. It's all fine. But thank you to everyone who has listened. 
over the 65 or 6 odd episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to everyone who contributes to the Patreon. Thank you to everyone who listens even once. Uh, thank you to everyone who recommends us or likes us on Facebook. We try to get some banter going on Facebook a little bit this week. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that thing, too. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Uh, the Aaron Sanchez thing. Oh, Which I thought is- you were going to talk about Facebook and their their control their control of content. We should. Maybe we could a, talk about that. That's a parting shot kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Facebook is a window into the into the the mind of the user, which is uh, not a nice place to be. We'll talk about your Blue Jays first and foremost. Maybe we'll do parting shots about Facebook. Sure. We come back on this edition of Birds All Day. Okay, so the Blue Jays are back. The real Blue Jays. The team that beats the crap out of bad teams and scores a zillion runs. Uh, they're back. Beating up on a terrible, as we went in great detail to underline, uh, the badness of the Phillies. They're real bad. They're real bad. They're yeah. bad on purpose, though. Yeah, they are. They, they won their division five years in a row. They're allowed to be bad for a little while. But uh, the Blue Jays look good right now. As most teams do against the Phillies. Yes, but the Blue Jays... People didn't really like it very much against the Tigers last week. But then the, the Orioles came around and uh, they did quite well. Got their heads kicked in like everybody else does. A little bit. Edwin uh, Grenacion is, in that, is yeah. in that thing right now where he hits everything. Yeah. Where yeah, where he can literally carry a team. Well, not literally. But he's not. See, that, that was something yeah. I was going to talk about. I'm glad okay. you mentioned it. Good. He's not carrying I went team. with the sports writer crutch comment and uh, now let's expose it for the fraud that it was. Because... As we've talked about even last week, that the the supporting players have do, have been doing their part. Some here, some there. Uh, Michael Saunders is, uh, you know, still playing insanely well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Pillar hit two home runs today, I think. Which again is Phillies filtered. Yeah, it doesn't count. But yeah. but like you got Encarnacion going bananas, mm-hmm. killing, destroying the pathetic Orioles and their piss baby pitcher mm-hmm. uh, Mike Wright. Who I believe is tomorrow night's starter as well. Oh, I hope his diaper is clean by that time. <laughs> but the other thing is Josh Donaldson is like, he, I think, was on base four or five times today. Uh, he's just swinging the bat really, really, really well. He's gone up a couple notches since April, yeah. But it, and if you look at his numbers... And also, I mean, and the defensive plays have been, you know... That's a kind of a constant, but I don't know. It, it seems to have been more noticeable lately. Really? It's almost like he's a... Kind of two-way player, seven-eight win guy. He might be a superstar. Yeah, he's fucking great. He's great, and his numbers are eerily reminiscent in some ways. Uh, I think Benny Fresh was tweeting these out. So PS is the same, which is fine. He's you're comparing apples to apples. He's sure, not playing yeah. in a new ballpark. Uh, home runs again. RBIs. He's hitting a little bit higher in the lineup this year, but he's great. And he and he's not. You know, he's using the whole field. Not he's got fourteen, fifteen home runs, whatever it is. And lo and behold, the team's scoring an ass load of runs. Yeah. The team's scoring an ass load of runs as Russell Martin comes back to life. Yeah. And it, it almost doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, you know, Goins cannot hit. Uh, Darwin Barney is not going to hit. Justin Smoke got a couple of days off because um, 
with Encarnacion yeah. being like white mm-hmm. hot. They're like, guess what, Edwin, you're playing first base. Yeah. Were you tweeting? Were you? Yeah, I on? tweeted that. Matt Stairs said uh, <laughs> said when he was with the Jays, he's like, oh, between him and Adam Lind, I don't know which which guy hated playing first base more. Lind first and I, base they hated playing. Yeah, they hated. DH? Yeah, they both wanted to DH. He's like, oh, Lind would come in and be like, oh, not you know, Hammy's not feeling so good today. Maybe I should DH. This, Matt Stairs was saying that on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Matt Stairs, uh, great. Insight? Love that kind of stuff. Terrible broadcaster. Oh, not good. Not good at all. Yeah. But but no, but he, I mean, he's a great character. Mm -hmm. They were were showing guys on Canada, uh, Canadian Heritage Night last night, dudes with Matt Stairs masks, and one of them had like a giant Bud Light can that he was like smashing to the mask, and and they all got a good kick out of Stairsy's love of uh, getting ripped. As they should, as, as I do, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Some of the some of his insights are uh, sometimes he could he could not say stuff that is less, you know that is less smart. But but it takes time. Though. Time, yeah, yeah, it absolutely, takes time absolutely. To develop that kind of like, I'd take him over Pat Tabler in a fucking heartbeat. At least Tabby Tabby has been kind of <laughs> really by you're, force. You're gonna, I'm I'm looking forward. Okay, you, no, go ahead and defend Tabby. I I feel like he has a level of professionalism that maybe stares does not. Perhaps, yes. But which is the faintest praise that I could ever <laughs> even come close to damning Pat Tabler yeah, with. Yeah. But I bet again that takes time. I mean not everyone is, you know, Kruk and Kipe, two who are two ex players who have mm-hmm. an amazing relationship with each other uh, and they also get to the benefit of working with guys like Dave Fleming and John Miller who are amazing broadcasters. So mm-hmm. Uh, there's not there's not quite that crutch to lean on in the Toronto booth. But anyway, <laughs> Encarnacion is insane. Yeah. This happens all the time. It took a little longer than we had expected, but he's he's doing that thing where he just smashes everything. It's totally nuts that you know, I, and we've talked about this before. You look at the weighted runs created plus that he's put up every year since his real breakout, like the last four, mm-hmm. and it's all I think between one forty six and one fifty one, and he comes about it and. Different ways every year, you know. It's like, oh, he had a bad month here, or he got hurt a bit and wasn't great. But there's always that streak, and he just always ends up at the same spot. And I, I have no doubts that this year he will end up at the exact same spot as well, because that's uh, that's kind of who he is. What does he have? Eighteen home runs now? Something crazy, something like that. Like that. I, I couldn't say that I know, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's just it's a different team when he is not, not that he was scuffling, but when he's like this, which is just. Unbelievable. Which again, it's it's not nobody's this good. Nobody's no. like slugs eight fifty. But this, I mean, it's like when the red no, nobody was as good as the Red Sox in in the first couple months of the year true. too. When it when David Ortiz was hitting like like Encarnacion did in the second half last year, you know, two hundred weighted runs created plus. Like nobody, you know, unless you're Bryce Harper, nobody's that guy. Uh, and yeah, so now it's now it's our turn. Those fucking Red Sox are gonna fade away. I have two things Goodbye, Red to Sox. ask you about. Goodbye, Red yeah. Sox. You Fuck you were going on about this on Twitter mm-hmm. about paying Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, you were saying like pay him, give him the money. Yeah, you 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 use David Ortiz as a model. I used Beltre also though. I said Beltre was a was a good model. And Beltran is a good model if you're looking for guys that have aged well. He had one bad year. Sure. Oh yes, I mentioned. Well, I mentioned that David Ortiz that Edwin won't be David Ortiz's age for seven years. Mm-hmm. And just to underline the idea that you know. Uh, it's easy, and I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, and I know I've done myself." What about the injuries? What about the you know the body? What's how's that going to age? It's like 
Not everybody ages like David Ortiz has aged. I wonder. I don't know why that he has done that. But he's a guy that battled similar like hand yeah. things. He had yeah. a tended sheath shit that he went through. Yeah, and uh, but again, that's you're talking about. He's already the exception to the rule. Yeah, exactly. So it's not really fair to to to, to say, oh yeah, well, so Edwin will just be Edwin for another seven years, the way Ortiz kind of has. But it's still seven years. That's crazy. Like to to be too worried about his health maybe is a mistake. And you know, you look at what uh, you know Beltre's older, mm-hmm. uh, but to me, it's just that's a situation where the Rangers wanted to want him to be there. He wanted to be there. They found a number where it was where it made sense for them, and it made sense for him to forego going on the open market. Why can't the Jays and Encarnacion do that? I don't know. Beltre is different, but but is he? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm looking to to make excuses, kind of special pleading because well, Beltre plays the position, right? So maybe the, the onus on his offensive production isn't so high, but he has done nothing but produce. So it's like a a moot point. Yeah, I mean, I would probably more use him as an example with Batista, just they're the same age, though. Jose's better than Beltre, but uh, I think at this point, but as a hitter, yeah, yes, for sure, yeah, but. When you factor in the defense, maybe they're probably about the same. Well, so Beltre, that's better. Beltre, uh, Beltre was playing in the big leagues when he was eighteen. Just nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I just mean currently. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like amazing. those, those are more miles than the O'Donnell. Yes, that's true. But the Rangers are happy to 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 shoot him some money. Yeah, and he's happy to not, you know, maximize. Go, uh, you know, you go to the open market, and yeah, you're gonna get your extra however many million. But you know, who's gonna give it to you? You want to be. You know, the Mariners are doing okay. You want to be Robinson Cano in fucking Seattle? Good luck to you. That doesn't sound like a great idea compared to... Do you want to be Albert Pujols? Do you want to be like a pariah that... Yeah. That your, in, your onerous contract is dragging the franchise in? Can I... Can, yeah. uh, this isn't Blue Jay, so we'll go real quick about this. <laughs> sure. But you mentioned Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about guys who are A, going to get huge, enormous contracts, mm-hmm. and B, uh, who are very, very good players. I have, my, my hot take is... if. If I'm in three or four years looking to drop a half a billion dollars on a player, I would rather give it to Manny Machado than I would rather give it to Bryce Harper. Wow. I think that might I think I might be A wrong and def- <laughs> B definitely in the minority. You're definitely gonna be in the minority. I mean Manny Machado's really fucking good. He's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't never, I did not think he was gonna hit like this, but then it's the same thing where you remember that he's like a year older than, than Harper. So it's he was crazy, nineteen yeah. or twenty or twenty one. And it's like, oh, okay, is the power going to come? Then it's like, oh, wait, Manny Machado hit like 55 doubles that one year. And he's 22. So it's like, well, that means when he gets to be 26. Those are going to turn into I mean, else, maybe yeah. you know, slugging is something that doesn't necessarily age as well as we think. But as he just becomes a better hitter and figures the game out in some ways, he's an incredibly valuable player. And for however long he's been playing shortstop. Yeah. No, he's really good. It would be nice if he was suspended for these games. <laughs> uh, there are, people are griping about that. I think, what is his appeal next week now? Yeah. Uh, they like to keep it when the team comes by. Which I don't think they, I, which I don't think they are. I think they're back in Baltimore. But yeah. Whatever. I, that, uh, yeah. People would like to, I think I've seen some, some of the Twitter people would like to make that into like an anti-Blue Jays thing. It's like, no, this is every, every guy who gets suspended. You know, I remember Batista a few years ago. I think it was Batista. Like, it was like a, mo- a couple months before they went back to New York and he had a hearing. Like, it's They just, push it as far as they can. They just, you know, it's, it, 
<laughs> when a guy gets suspended, it's not he must be suspended for the next what you know for these next games. It's mm-hmm. like, and also, I mean that you kind of don't have an argument there as well. It's like, oh, to do so, should he have been suspended immediately after the incident? Like, it's called due process, yeah. people. Yeah, you fascist. Anyway, um, uh, which is which is fine. Then we get to watch Manny Machado this weekend, which is which is worse. if you can, <laughs> especially if it's not damaging the Jays too much. Uh, yeah, he's really fucking good. He's really good. Hate him. He's good. Easy to hate, I think. Bit of a he's, got, he's like Josh Donaldson. It, ta- right? it takes Jordano Ventura to give me sympathy for Manny Machado. Yeah, but yeah, Don, you know, Donaldson has a bit of that reputation for sure. Trouble fa- follows some guys. Donaldson and Machado themselves got into it, mm-hmm. which was pretty great back then. The the mentality, the 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 blind spots from fans, I think, are, are sometimes curious. You know, bless them. Bless if, them. if Manny bless Machado them. had yelled across the diamond to the opposing dugout, you know, suck my fucking cock or whatever he did, like Donaldson did, uh, pariah. Yeah, wouldn't have gone over so well. Would not have gone. We over probably so well. would still be thinking about it, even though we try to put that out of our minds. We're like bringing uh, it up constantly, like, like Marcus Stroman throwing at Caleb Joseph's fucking head, or he, testing positive for whatever it was. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I know we don't. Just like we don't talk about him being bad until he got to face the Phillies. And then he was good. And then he was good. Yeah. They are so good for what ails you. It's nice. The Twins were like that too. The, the Jays are since exactly that like since that, that Twins series, the Jays have been uh, really, really fucking good. I well, they've won again. What the record is one like, next number of series in a row. Which yeah. I mean, you look. They're not streaking like. I don't know, the Rangers or somebody who's won a ton of games recently. Yeah. But it's like Jays are 6-4 in the last 10. 7-3. You know, you just keep yeah. doing that for a while. Suddenly it's like, oh yeah, this it's team's like, Oh yeah, they're, what are they now? 37-30? and 30? There are not 30, very many teams. 38-30 now? Well, and because of, they, because of the Dome, they've played more games than yeah. everybody. So yeah. going into today, well again, it's all the same. They've played four more games than the Red Sox, than the Orioles, than a couple of the other teams. Mm-hmm. So, because they've played so many games, there are not many teams that have won 38 games, which I think that they yeah, might Yeah, I think with the win tonight. So, I mean, the Mets may have won games at a higher rate, but that doesn't mean that they have won more games. So, and yeah. But but that's it. That's this is this is the team that they're talking about that we expected. They're not we didn't expect them to run away and win 115 games. They're not maybe as good as the Cubs. Especially relative to their competition, mm-hmm. but they're a good team. They're in the upper echelon of the league, and that's what we've seen. And it's not that we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it in the last week or so when they've been beating everybody. But we've seen it for the season now. When you look at their record, yeah, they're a half a dozen games over five hundred, more than that. Like yeah, they're thirty-eight and thirty. They're a really good team, and they're playing really well, and they've done it in a in ways that we maybe didn't expect, but. Uh, take it. Yeah, take absolutely it. you fucking take it. You know, Jason Grilly's really shored up that bullpen. Drew Storen not looked like total garbage the last couple times. I'm glad you brought this up because I was thinking the same thing. Cause some, some of Drew Storen's numbers are quite nice. Like, he's been pretty good. It's like, he struck out the side the other night yeah. against the Phillies. Because I was so ready. I was so... I, I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to... I'm happy to... Be I would have be nothing would make me happier than to be wrong about Drew Storm. Sure, yeah, that'd be great. Then I watched him last night, for example, and he still looks like shit. <laughs> I didn't watch last night. I must admit, or I, d- I didn't pay attention by the time he was in the ball game, uh, so I can't speak to that. He... But when he struck out the side on the weekend, mm-hmm. I thought there was some nice, you know, some life on his pitches. I thought he looked like he was fooling guys a bit and missing bats. See, uh, but the velocity's still not there. The velocity is the same. What I saw, especially in his first couple. 
uh, batters faced was he was just missing his spots by a ton. And then he gave up a really hard hit ball. And then he gave up another really hard hit ball. But then he kind of figured it out. And he got some guys out. And then he, you know, they were talking on the Phillies broadcast that I was watching as well. That they were saying like, oh, well, you know, he's got that, still got that nice curve or slider, whatever it was. And then he threw one and Matt Stairs was like, yeah. Because he just kind of flipped it in there like first pitch. Mm. It was a strike, but it was like really kind of loopy and loose and just sort of, it was get me over. So it's not the diving, biting slider you want to see, but... (laughs) <laughs> at some point you have to be like okay you know your relief pitcher process is one thing i would it's nice that you're able to get out it's like i'm happy to take them sure, as, a, yeah. as a as a fan as a as a per- person who is carrying on some kind of concern with the outcome so yeah i'll take the outs doesn't mean i'm necessarily ready to trust him and it'll be interesting to see how the how the jays um proceed with that yeah. as a guy who is providing better results but maybe it's not doing it too much different than he was when he was just getting bombarded with line drives. Yeah, I, I think. Well, one, well, for one, uh, <laughs> at the backstage at the pitch talks the other week, I don't mm-hmm. want to. I won't throw anyone under the bus. Maybe I mentioned this last last week anyway, and did throw someone under the bus. I can't remember. But uh, but there was at least one person I was speaking to uh, who felt that he under, he knew what the issue with Drew Storen is. Uh, he's fat. He just showed up fat. Really, that was that was that's a theory going around. So I haven't bothered to like a b the, the images of Drew Storen last year to this year. Mm. That's a theory. The beard he's got going right now is not going to help. That <laughs> no, uh, but the uh, the other thing uh, the the thing I would say is uh, you know I I feel good about the way John Gibbons would probably do that, which is like he sort of you know sort of dials up the leverage a bit, and then if it doesn't work out, he dials it back, even if it's you know. Mm. Uh, you know that's why you get Joe Biagini completely miscast as a an eighth inning guy for a little bit until until it just looks too often like it's going to end in fucking tears. Well, I mean, and I think that's the job of the team, the field manager, and the front the front office, where mm-hmm. they can look at a guy and be like, you know, he looks okay. He's just you know bad pitch at the wrong time. Right. Everything else is still clicking. Versus a guy that's like, well, he's getting outs, but it it wow, it looks awful. He's <laughs> I would like Hard to. Contact. I would like to take some hacks against that yeah, yeah. slop that he's throwing up there. Yeah. We. Oh my God. He. This. This is the kind of guy who would walk Kevin Pilar. Like <laughs> you need to really kind of be wise about it. Yeah. Um. Anything else? What else is? There? Oh yeah. So uh, hat pitched well again today. Again against the Phillies. Yeah, it doesn't count. Marco Estrada. So we really don't. Good. We don't talk enough. Marco Estrada and Josh Donaldson. We don't talk enough about. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I tweeted the other day because Estrada had the. Uh, uh, what is it? Blue Jays record: uh, ten straight starts with five or fewer hits, which is ridiculous. And as, I, as the tweet I'm referencing was mm-hmm. saying, like, think of who's you know, Clemens pitched here two years, Halliday pitched forever here, Hank and Dave Steve, like these are guys who, in a lot of starts, didn't give up a lot of hits and still didn't do what Estrada's done over ten consecutive starts. You know, it's really quite magical. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. He's pitched really well, and I love. I was on the radio this week talking about. Um, uh, how he's not a ground ball pitcher. We, we we have kind of learned, and it's sort of like a maybe Sabre 1.0 or 1.5 sort of when we were all like, ground balls are great. Mm-hmm. Get ground balls. Ground balls don't turn into home runs, which totally makes sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I said this, I remember saying this about Roy Halladay back in the day. Like, he's never going to, as a Blue Jay, I think, said, I don't think he's, he's the kind of guy who will never pitch a no-hitter. 
because he gets so many ground balls. Right, because they're then, always going to find a little fucking Yeah, hole. but then he became a much, much, much better strikeout pitcher, and then that, all, that stuff also came, because mm. that game against the Marlins, he struck out like 14, <laughs> so... He was pretty good. So... Big fan, big fan of Jay Happ, also. That's what, another, you said that that's another, another stereotypism, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Estrada is not—he's not a guy that gets the ground balls, but but he's—I think he's the kind of pitcher who was happy and is very likely to always run below average or like un, what appear to be unsustainable in play averages mm-hmm. or or batting averages allowed because. Gets pop ups in the soft fly balls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which are great. A, that is pretty good. Um, that doesn't mean he's going to be able to run like a 180 Babbitt forever. He's been doing shit like that for a while, though. No, for a while, but not not, not like 180. But no, he's been doing. But he's been. Not the sort of hard and fast. But three, he, I mean, I think. 300, which was the number that everyone sort of had in their mind. But I mean, will this be his second year in a row leading the big leagues in lowest Babbitt? I would not be surprised if that was. No, case, I wouldn't be surprised right? if that would. And, and I'm. You know, you look it's got to it's got to be close, or at least over the second half last year and over the last calendar year, he I think, you know, maybe Eric Kershaw are close, but though that, that is fine company for Mostrada to be in. It would definitely be. He's the kind of guy that that if I had access or time, I would love to dig into some of the more of the pitch effects, uh, like the the advanced Statcast stuff, like because I, I want to know, you know. What percentage of his ball balls in play are, are are at the way higher end of the of the the trajectory um, band? Right. Where once you get up and above whatever it is thirty thirty or thirty five percent, right? You get up there well, as soon as the, if the exit velocity comes down and the tra- trajectory goes up, you're good to go. And he's the kind of guy who's always going to be as long as he's throwing the, his changeup effectively and mm-hmm. working in the top of the zone, he's always going to be good that way. He's not like you, you hope he's not going to be like a Chris Young, right? I, I kind of did a little bit of that, that today. I was hoping that he's not looking like Chris Young in some ways, and he doesn't. He's better. He strikes out more guys, especially now this year, throwing mm-hmm. more strikes than Chris Young. But uh, the walks, he's kind of walking a bit more people this year, a little bit. But. A little bit, but I don't know. I'll I'll take what Chris what Chris Young has become, right? Like or what he was. Yeah, you know we, when he was good. Or when he, even when he became sort of re-good when right, he pitched yeah, in yeah. the World Series yeah, for the yeah. team that won the World Series. Yeah, that's fine. That's I'm, crazy. I'm real cool with that. He played for the Royals and they won the <laughs> World Series. Come on. Let's fuck the Royals. Yeah. But yeah, no, Marco Estrada is really good and he's really fun to watch and he's a really fun, easy guy to cheer for. He is, yeah. He absolutely is. Because he's not a monster that throws 100 miles an hour. It's great. It is great. Nice. Uh, a monster that does throw 100 miles an hour is Aaron Sanchez. Oh, this this thing. This thing. Yeah. Uh, so John Gibbons came out and said he's it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. He's gonna be in the bullpen. Uh which is um trash. Yeah. I have nothing else to say other than the fact that it sucks. And it's dumb. I guess that you were you were at the pitch talks when March Mar- uh, Ross Atkins was saying Stuff about oh, I was getting drunk in the back room at that point. Oh, so okay. You weren't listening to the general manager of the team you followed. No, I was not. No, okay, I was definitely not. Well, apparently he said it's it's more than just he was he was innings pitched. He was shit faced, so I didn't. I knew he wasn't going to say anything interesting. Did he barf from the stage? <laughs> he vomited all over that Marshall fridge thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I I wouldn't know. Heard it here first. Um, <laughs> no, but apparently he said that it's not just innings pitched. It's they're going to look at his velocity. His release point, his spin rate, 
Like right. a, kind of more, again, dynamic measures that are indicative of his health or arm health or how, whatever you want to say. But to me... That, like, that... Well, Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, no. But like uh, that to me, those se- those seems like those seem like things that you would look to to like maybe shut a guy down, yeah. as opposed to like, oh, we're just gonna put you in the bullpen. Like if if he's like if he's fatigued and if he can't handle the load that you've given him, uh, I don't know. You're what you're gonna ask him to go out and pitch four times a week out of the bullpen in high leverage situations. I like, also think that a lot of that kind of stuff is kind of barn door. Horses are gone, sort of right. thing. Like, yeah. Oh, look, his his release point dropped. It. Well, then you're fucked. It, like, yeah. That's too late. Yeah. But I just. It would be nice. It would be nice if there was like actual data to back up stopping them at certain innings, and you know the way that teams sort of think about it. Uh, and if it weren't more like uh, just a, a convenient way for teams to get out of. Uh, having to deal with, you know, if Sanchez gets hurt next year, having to deal with criticism like, oh, really ran him into the ground next year. Because I think, you know, this isn't Dwight Gooden throwing 400 innings or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not, like, teams are still, teams are plenty careful with these guys that maybe we don't have to think about. Well, and, and if, but, uh, I don't know, put him in the bullpen, that's fine by me. Uh, he'll really? Be, he'll be great back there, that's mm-hmm. fine. They, they, could use, they could use an Aaron Sanchez back there. I want them to milk it. Milk it, draw it, excuse me, draw it out as long as they can. Uh, you know, Gibby said something to the effect of, well, there's a plan, there's a plan in place, they've got a plan. But at the same time, there's also, there's for me, there's this air of, like, ad hoc. Like, sure. they're just making it up. Yeah. They don't know. And that that was the big thing that came out of the Strasbourg. The Stephen, when, when Mike Rizzo, they were like, well, we just kind of yeah. think it's the thing that we should do. And this, that's what bothers me a bit, is that, like, at least be savvy enough to, like, d- did you see how the Strasburg thing went? Did you see how the Matt Harvey thing went? Like, really? Are you even opening the door and talking about this at all? Well, how did the Matt Harvey thing go, though? This is this <laughs> is, this is the, the counterpoint that I'm wary of, which is to say that Matt mm-hmm. Harvey is now bad. Yeah. Him and Drew Storm. But of course, like, the difference is is not that Matt Harvey and Jerry's in the off season or something. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Harvey was coming off more recently off of Tommy John, yeah, where yeah. Sanchez is, isn't there yet or at all. Never will he be ever there. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but it's just if there's something to it, if you know something, you don't have to reveal it on TV or on yeah. you know, Tim and Sid on the, their show. But like, <laughs> but like. Would anybody have, have some kind of evidence? <laughs> have something that that's saying this is what we're doing for these discrete or these understandable reasons, as opposed to being like, well, if we don't shut him down and he gets hurt, then we are the ones who are holding his bag and holding the bag, and we're ruining this guy's career. Yeah, and, well, I mean, and part of it is, I mean, front office is generally pretty conservative, I think, on a lot of things, and this is. Is this where you want to experiment? It's like somebody some at some point should experiment at pushing guys a little bit more. But do you want to be the the guinea pig here a little bit? And, and I don't know. Maybe that's a cop out. But uh, I mean, it's just... like I could I understand where the team's coming from and wanting to do it. But it's just so fucking frustrating to look at how good Sanchez has been and mm-hmm. how big a hole that will be if they have to replace him with say Drew Hutchison uh, for reasons that are not clear and for theories that are not sort of proven out yet it is it's fucking weird it's dicey yeah i mean and it's easy for us to say it's, the sidelines like oh they shouldn't do it 
let's just uh, all all I can do. They'll you is, know what they'll they'll be cruising towards a playoff spot, and they'll they'll they won't need five starters in the playoffs anyway. But they will need a fucking lights out right hander in the bullpen. So there you go, it'll be fine. My only question, the one that I can that nags at me, is does putting him in the bullpen actually save anything? That's because a, if that's you're coming down the stretch question, yeah. and you need him to pitch on back-to-back days or you need him to get four or five outs or you need him to you know, warm up three days yeah. in a row and then, or then pitch four out of five, whatever it might be. How much are you actually are saving? Are you going to yeah. do that yeah. or are you going to just have him out there as a kind of luxury and go to him when you can and, and really telegraph and plan out when he's going to pitch? Well, then he's, he's not helping the team then. I'd rather you, if you're going to make that kind of a plan, you're going to do that sort of stuff, cobble those things together and give me three more starts. Because it's me what we're talking about. Give them yeah. to me. Right. These are my starts <laughs> that I'm owed as a fan. I don't know. It's, it's, my opinion is my opinion and they've got more to go on than my opinion, so. But, yeah. No, it is. It's weird and frustrating. It is but I, but I will be, I'll be okay with it when they, when they do it, kind of, I think. I'll be okay with it, but we'll also call it bullshit, probably. Because well, it'll uh, because be, I am free to do such things as I don't have to make those decisions. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out because it's not the tablet, New York tabloid media. There's no Scott Boris factor. It's like, almost what? Are you, are you saying that there's one media company in the whole city and it's run by the same company? That well, I'm sure the that the, the kind of... Anyway. <laughs> who's, I don't even know whose lawyer is. But I mean, he's he's not a lawyer. His agent, I mean, right? Uh, so it's 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 not Scott. Boris. Yeah, it's not going to be that. Uh, it's also, um, you know, he's not he he was a college. He didn't pitch in college, so he didn't get hammered. Mm-hmm. His arm didn't get hammered that way. But again, it's really complex, and we try to distill it or, or break it down in a way that makes sense to us. But I don't know. I'm sure I can only trust that the team has done more than just be like, I hope he doesn't throw too many innings. Yeah. But anyway. I think they probably have. But. I think that's it. The team, they, they win. They win. What do you want to do? Complain? Complain about uh, Tortellucci's coming back soon? Yeah. Okay, Bautista got hurt today a little bit. Banged up. Banged get, his knee up. Going to get a nice conversation about that when Tulo comes back. Because they're winning. Maybe you don't need him back. Maybe you trade him. Maybe you unload that fucking shitbag. Dave Cameron wrote about it today a little bit. I, I haven't read it actually yet, but he talked about the how all these kind of aging stars, teams buying low on aging stars, how he's called them recent disaster. Hmm. That, because James, James Shields has like been so bad, Tulewitzki's been so bad, and then oh, on the other side of that trade, Jose Reyes was so bad, yeah. uh, you know, Matt Kemp, so bad, Prince Fielder, Carl Crawford, uh, you know, Adrian Gonzalez kind of saves that one trade, tra- but go Ooh, check it yeah, out. Yeah. So then the next the next top talk is like, uh, you know, Ryan Braun. Like, what's going to, what, if someone trades for Ryan Braun, what are they going to get? Yeah. I don't know. I don't but, know. What, how many how many years does he have left? Do you have any idea? Braun, he is a lot. I know that's a name some people, not real people, like Twitter people, people who are just throwing shit out there. Like, oh, he's a guy, he's a guy who could be available for a team that, uh, the, the Toronto Blue Jays, who uh, that would be, don't have a lot of outfielders. He's uh, not a scheduled good to be on the on the roster there next year. He's not a good outfielder, but he is signed through twenty twenty. 
Because he signed that five-year, $100 million deal while his other deal was still going on. So he's got mm. lots of time left. But that's like the same thing that Tulowitzki did. Yeah, it's... it's well, And it, you, you think of it similarly to that. It's like, oh, this is great. We've got Troy Tulowitzki. And, and hopefully he... he you know, makes better on what he's been as a Blue Jay than, than so far, but I don't know. Not that I am a, you know, Darwin Barney and Ryan Gones are replacement level guys. Like, the, don't get me wrong. But you do sometimes wonder, what, what could you do with that $20 million and that not big enough gap in production between Tulo and the guys behind him? Uh, I could see a Braun being the exact same thing. Like, kind of, like, the things that Cameron's talking about, you know, like, Oh, we're paying Ryan Braun a shit ton. He's not that much better than what we could be getting for a lot fucking cheaper. It's true. I I get the sense that mm. the uh, the Cleveland folks running the Jays uh, probably going to err on the side of uh, uh, frugality, cheap, cheapness. Well, what Cameron says here about Tulowitzki was his the the bottom line is Jose Reyes, you know, scumbaggery notwithstanding. He thinks the Jays might have might take a do over on that trade if they had the opportunity, saying that uh, his contact skills, Tulowitzki's contact skills, have abandoned him in a way that suggests right. they didn't buy low on a star. That what they bought into the middle of like a very rapid decline. That 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 he's getting he's getting worse in a way that he's not going to get better. Now, Fangraphs have written about Tulo earlier in the year. I don't know if it's Cameron or Sullivan was writing about that, where talking about the contact skills. Mm-hmm. Where earlier in the year, yes, it looked really bad, and then it kind of rebounded before he got hurt. And so, yeah. I don't know if that's—I I don't know if I'm totally buying that his contact skills are eroding in quite the way that the numbers that are on his page right now make it look. Just because uh, they're sort of being dragged down by what he was doing in April, and uh, looked a little bit better, I think. Uh, no, which is not to say that uh, <laughs> I'm, I have that much hope for him being, you know, 2014, 2013 Tulo ever again. Uh, the do-over thing, I yeah. I don't know. Do the Jays make the playoffs with Jose Reyes? Dude. Who wants to even think about that? Right? I mean, I sure as hell wouldn't have argued put in Ryan Goins ahead of him. But... Well, with Devin Travis back, you can, at least you don't have to worry about... Anyway, yeah, but... That's the debate I do not want to have. No, no, no. Really, really not. It was uh... Tulowitzki definitely looked a lot better. Again, it's like the Russell Martin. Like he kind of came to life. Yeah, that's the thing too. I mean, you could have called Russell Martin a huge decline guy a month ago as well, and now he looks like he's only a mild decline guy. He the thing. My, what I will say, and this is similar. This is different than you and I kind of defended Jose Reyes as a, a player. I did yeah. a, a, a lot. Again, because. Finding replacement shortstops is very difficult. Mm. But unlike Reyes, with Tulowitzki, it's not... The money is gone. The money is the money. You, they're going to pay They're going to pay him what you're going to pay him. Yeah. Until the defense goes away, I'm not... Obviously, you don't want to pay $21 million a year for a... For a, you know, below average bat and an above average glove. Yeah. But if that's the deal, then that's the deal. Yeah. If it suddenly becomes that like he can't play shortstop anymore, that's different. Yeah. Then it becomes a different situation. Then yeah. it's like okay, all the contact issues and the and whether or not he can stay on the field, that's when it becomes an issue. But 
he still looks so good at shortstop, and he's still, you know, that I'm more than willing to just wait on my hatred for the deal or the contract, whatever it might be. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair that we've done enough. We rambled and we went, oh, we got parting shots. We got a parting shot about Facebook. Oh, are we going to talk about Facebook? Or well, you, you said you, you had do. a parting shot. I, no, I said we should use that for parting shots. You're the one with the spicy Facebook takes. You're Not the, really. No? Fa- Facebook's... You just understand it better than I do. I'm just a, I'm just a rube. I went to an auction in the, uh, in the country... Uh, Little Britain weekend. is not the country, sir. Little Britain is pretty damn close to the country. I don't know what you <laughs> think the country is, but Little Britain is, is south of Lindsay, Ontario, uh, the uh, the headquarters of the city of Corthel Lakes. The uh, shitty garbage people who uh, trying to trying to ape my home territory's uh, tourist. We're dollars. going back to this. Well, it's back bullshit. to the Lindsay, Ontario thing. My thing with Facebook is people talk about Facebook <laughs> is, a, is a is a publisher. Facebook is a platform. Play for, play, play book. The quality, even now, even as they tweak the algorithms and they try to goad more money and more time out of the big publishers and they put all these fancy new different ways to spend money on Facebook, mm. the things I see, there's people I'm friends with on Facebook that share stuff that are, they're videos that aren't even videos. They're it's basically a video of someone who held their phone in front of their computer when they're all, their computer was on Tumblr. So in the video, <laughs> not only is it, it's not like it's even been cropped so all you can see is the video. You can see the Tumblr right. like reblog lines. You know how it kind of kind of threads the conversation? Yeah. You can see that in the video that leads down to this fucking GIF or something. And this is the stuff that gets shared on Facebook. Well, that has no value. But it does have value. Well. Because in the end... The user doesn't care. The person who wants to see the funny video or get the meme or whatever it is, they're going to look, they're going to see, they're going to laugh, and then they keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. So when they're like, oh, look at this cool thing we made, and so the New York Times will come and spend a bunch of money on you know Facebook Instant Stories or whatever, mm-hmm. it's all well and good. So many of the users don't, don't care. Don't care at all. And to me, that's, that's the thing I like about Facebook. Not in addition to like the base total sewer level discourse. Like, <laughs> well, that's everywhere. You'd be better off talking to the sewer grate <laughs> than having or trying to share things on Facebook. Yeah. No, don't talk to people on Facebook. Not in comments. Message your friends. Don't get in fucking arguments. Head over to facebook.com slash birds all day. We will mm. save you from the normal sewer discourse that is facebook by having fun blue jays talk we were talking about the aaron sanchez thing this week i would say that the the because we don't pay to promote the stories i guess Mm -hmm. often enough so it's hard to get them out there to everybody but people were pretty split they were reasonable about the aaron sanchez shutdown idea uh, which makes them soft (laughs) if you're really well if you're ready to stomach an aaron sanchez being shut down you're soft Wow, going for it. We don't we should, we don't need to accept this kind of garbage. We need to be like the crazy lunatic Europeans who storm the pitch and like <laughs> rip the jerseys off the back of the players when they're in the training ground because they don't deserve to wear it. Uh, they should do what we say, which is let him start. You sack of meat wearing the, the colors of the team that I like. Do my bidding. 
Just run him into the ground. I don't care about your career. Fuck you. I care about this year, Aaron Sanchez. Get them to sign. <laughs> if I'm Aaron Sanchez, be like, look, you, you shoot me a, the Ricky Romero contract right now, the John Lester old contract. Old contract. Yeah. Then I'll I'll start. I'll I'll do whatever you want. I'll pitch for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Or if you give me that contract, I won't pitch at all, and I'll be happy. You can shut me down. Yeah, Ricky Romero hasn't pitched a lot on that contract. I guess it's over now. Is it over now? Yeah, I think this year was the first year it was off the books. Pitching in San Jose, I think. Yeah, could be worse things than that. I'm gonna gonna guess he's walking a lot of dudes, but uh, we'll see. All right, that's it. That's my party shot. Facebook sucks. Bag of knives. They auctioned a bag of knives. It was weird. Little Britain is not the country. Little Britain is the center of the universe. If they're auctioning off (laughs) bags of knives for a cool five spot, ten? I I think it was 15. There was a lot of knives in there. (laughs) It was a pretty big (laughs) Ziploc. It looked like it was a, a forensic evidence or something. It was, I don't know, just back Do so you think there's, like, bodies on those knives? I, I don't know. It is Canada, so it's possible. But, oh, man, Ricky Romero's baseball reference picture is him in a Giants uniform now. Oh. That hurts my heart. Is, I'm not going to lie to you. It's bad, yeah. Anyway, enjoy your bag of knives. <laughs> Pick up a bag of glass to go with it. Uh, for Andrew Stout, my name is Drew Fair Service. We'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day.